Ah, welcome back. Welcome back. Here we go. Back at it. If you guys have any questions, leave it in the comments below. Tell me what you want me to talk about because 1% better is the only way to go. 1% better. That's it. You don't have to go crazy. Everyone doesn't have to know about it. And the reason being is that we are on the cusp of a new year. Okay, when a new year happens, guess what also happens? Goals, a new self, I want a new relationship, I want to do something different, and it really comes down to three things, and it all encompasses a meta thing that we don't really understand until I talk about it right now, and that's essentially what we tolerate is what we become. We tolerate things about ourselves, things about other people, about our bank account, about our body. In other words, there's standards we're not living up to, okay? That's where confidence comes into, into play. If I have an amazing relationship with my spouse, I'm very confident in my relationship with my spouse. If I'm very confident about cash flow coming into my bank account, I'm not worried about money, because my standard for money is a certain amount of money or a certain cash flow or a certain amount of calls. So really, it's what we tolerate. And right now, most people, 80% of the people, they're, to they're tolerating mediocrity. Mediocrity across their entire life. It's not just in one area. It's across their whole life. They don't worry if they're getting any kind of promotion this year. They are not worried about getting a raise or a bonus. They just don't want to get fired. They just don't want to get sick. So they don't care about their health. They're not trying to maximize their health. This is really just going to be a stop complaining, look at what you're tolerating in your life, and raise your standard. Raise your standard about what you expect of yourself. Raise the standard what you expect others how they should be treating you. Raise the standard if you own a company or work for a company or you have people underneath you. Raise the standard. And guess who that starts with? You and me. It starts with the self. It starts with you. You can't change people by saying you should change. It's the same thing. If I give you $100 every single month and then I cut off that $100, you're gonna say, where's my $100? Where's my $100? You've been giving me $100. But if I teach you how to make $100, now your expectation, now you're, now you're gonna not tolerate having $100. Your standard is higher. So there's two ways of change that really need to be ingrained in your head. Number one is you are never going to feel like doing what you need to do, okay? Almost every single morning, I don't feel like picking up my earbuds, putting my earbuds in my ear, and dialing for business, okay? They may shock a lot of people. I made 177 calls yesterday, and I probably made 100 and, I don't know, 20-something today, and I had some amazing conversations. I have an appointment with a guy that he's going to be relisting his apartment for a million dollars. I had another person that was I was supposed to be seeing today, but her flight was canceled because it was shitty weather in New York City. And then guess what? Those are the successes. But then there's also a lot of people that said, why are you calling me? How'd you get my number? 
Stop calling me. Take me off your list. Fuck you. I hate you. I can't believe you're calling. So the dichotomy is there, which is whatever you want is not going to be easy. Okay. So it's, you have to raise the standard of, okay, if I'm going to be making calls and I'm going to be going for business, this is the expectations. I should be expected to be getting pushback, but guess what? That's where the success is. Hey, listen, the guy said, I I actually like what you have to say. And as you're calling me, there are a lot of numbers that I don't recognize that are also calling me. I said, those are the people that are calling after me. You should be getting an appointment with me because I was the first one to call you. So I then recognize that I have to be the first person to call if I want to get business. Okay. That is 1% better. So instead of saying I call for business, my expectation now, so I just raised my standard from I'm calling for business to my standard is I got to be the first one to call. 8.30 hits, I'm on the phone. I'm pressing dial. 8.45, I'm already too late. And that's, that is the 1% better. Raising the standard is slow and boring and it sucks at a lot of times because you're saying, I don't want to call at 830. I have to be in the office by eight to prep my list, to get my day ready, to eat my breakfast, to be ready at 830. And I also have to role play to understand what I'm going to be saying and get in the mood and get the music on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if you don't want that standard, this is the thing. This is what I always tell people, you know, And the reason I'm focusing on relationships lately is because there are a ton of people that are complaining. I don't have uh, the girls. There's no good girls. There's no good guys. Listen, I'm going to come out there. Obviously, my audience is, I think, 75% male. So I'm going to be speaking to the men right now. Men, okay? I'm going to be coming out with a video on what it's like to be a man, okay? And the reason being is that there's obviously less father- Fathers in the home, there's less male good figures that you can actually point to and be like, that's a guy. But it all starts with discipline, okay? Discipline, all of these mean the same thing. When you raise the standard, that means you are raising your standard of what you expect of yourself. What you expect of yourself. You cannot ask other people to get in at 8 a.m. to the office if you're not getting in at 7.50. You can't ask someone to make 150 calls if you're not making 200 calls. You can't expect someone else to be closing business if you're not doubling the amount of productivity that they are doing. You can't expect someone to be eating right, waking up early, going to bed, not drinking as much, eliminating sugar, if you're already not doing that minimum, minimum, you want to be 1% better at all times. You don't want to be caught. Do you understand that's why I've leveled up out of most of the YouTube people? I just drew on my pants. I thought this had a cap. Do you understand that's why I've unsubscribed from most YouTube videos is because I've leveled up. They've been saying the same thing and they haven't they haven't gotten 1% better. 1% better is everything. And to be honest, at this point I am compounding. You start compounding the 1% better on top of the 1% better on top of the 1% better. So it's not like you're 1% better, 1%, you're 1%, then you're 1%, then you're 1%. So in other words, you're actually 3% better and then that's also compounding as well. So you're getting this you're you're adding 
a habit, calls, going to the gym, going to bed early, eliminating alcohol, getting people out of your life. Okay. Someone asked, you know, I really thought about this. Someone asked last time, you know, should I be living at home? What's going on, Erwin? How are we doing? You're implementing discipline. I can't listen to Gary Vee anymore. 100%. I, I leveled out of his life because he's obsessed with marketing. He's obsessed with chasing something that is, it's just, it's just not healthy. It is not healthy to be chasing. I know he says, don't chase likes, don't chase videos, don't da da. But his v- marketing is good. But the problem is, it's not everything. You have to have sales. You also have to have discipline of saying, listen, for me, how, how much do I market? I don't even know. I have no idea how much I market. But if you look at one of the most successful people that has sold their books, uh, let's say Jordan Peterson, uh, let's say David Goggins, these guys are Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they are producing in real life and then people seek them out. That's what I want to be. I don't want to be online and producing all this shit online and then you meet me in person and I'm a total fraud, okay? That's that's what a lot of these guys are. Yeah, marketing, I, I closed $10,000. That's why I moved away from Ty Lopez. Dude, you, you got to give real practical advice. And if you're not doing it yourself, you can't tell other people, Ty Lopez, dude, why are you renting a house that's 50,000 a month or whatever it is? Rent a place that's 20 grand, which is way more than you need. I know you're looking to sell a dream. Rent a place for 20 grand, put that 30K into a low cost index fund. And this year it would have returned ridiculous amounts. Stock market was on fire this year. Literally, granted, there was a massive drop going into 2019. But even if you bought at the end of 2018, you're up, I don't know, 20%. You know, I could bring it up what I'm doing. So this is this is the thing. Practical advice is as good as the one thing you will implement from it, okay? So the, the book, Maximum Achievement. If you haven't seen, this is, okay, so this is a perfect example. I was gonna put this book down. I'm gonna do a book review. I know I was gonna say going into this week, but Thanksgiving was great and everything else, so I was with my family. So there was the, the last part was unbelievable that I just went through. I just posted it to Instagram stories, the paragraph, and it's it's only about 10 pages. I got a lot of messages about that. A lot of girls were like, what book is that? <laughs> That's the thing. That's what women want. Any man will do anything for any woman that supports him. It's a fact. Okay? If a woman supports me, I will fucking blow down walls. I will crush people's faces. That's ingrained in us. Okay? Work is what a man does. Okay? So I'll just read the the one paragraph. This is one thing out of many portions that I got out of this book. And that's the thing is that I have two other books right here. Obviously the classic, Think and Grow Rich, and Man's Search for Himself, okay? There's only a couple things that I got out of Man's Search for Himself. I'll post that in Instagram at one time. Um, And then this, this, this one thing that I've read many times before is... There has never been a man that has really gotten successful. There has been, okay, okay. I'm saying on average, 
And the reason being is that most people don't want to look at the future. You know, I was looking at someone's Instagram stories and she is freezing her eggs. Okay. She partied in her twenties. She thought she was going to be young forever. Guess what? Biology doesn't give a shit. Okay. Neither does anything else. You party in your twenties as a guy and you do a lot of drugs. Maybe you're going to come up with a disease. Biology and mother nature doesn't give a fuck at all. It's how it is. Okay. It's not like woohoo me. It's saying, okay, this is how it is. This is the best example. You know, how did I raise my standard in relationships? Let's just get down to this. So I went through my high school years as a guy, a great relationship with a great girl, 16 to 18. Before that, I was hooking up with girls and everything else. And, you know, I started at age, what, 13, 12, right around there. This is the thing is if you, it hit me at, 22. I looked at my standards of what I was doing and I said, all right, well, I can, I'm kind of not getting the results that I want from the girls that I want. And they're dating all these guys out there. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to research what girls want. Girls are not doing that. Guys are not doing that. Girls like a guy that is on a purpose. They, they want a guy that is engulfed in a vision for himself and she can get on board to that he's not looking to her and he's not looking to someone else. Okay. He has a vision. He has his own path that he is creating. Okay. That's attractive to women. So I said, I don't have a path. I don't even know what the path is. I'm fucking lost. So instead of just saying, I don't know, and just getting in the nine to five until age 40 or 35 and saying, well, this is the best I'm going to be. And then I have to get into a relationship. I started learning. Okay. And that's the thing is that if you don't know something, the, the best thing you could do is not to expect in one book, it will solve anything, but within that one book to get that one gem and say, wow, that's big, that's big. And then you layer it. Okay. I've already said this before, and this is all the people that are thinking it should happen immediately, but this is, this is it is that I've already said this before, but it's worth saying again. The study, over 20, 25,000 people, 25,000 people who were successful rarely did it before the age of 40 and mainly be, between 40 and 50. And, and this is the reason, is that their energies dissipate over indulgences in physical expression in the emotion of sex. So if you don't create in your 30s, because you're using that energy to indulge in alcohol or pornography or food or traveling or overspending. Don't expect anything in your 40s. But for all the men and women that are using their energies to get successful in their 30s, it happens in their 40s because everyone's energies dissipates. Okay? Everyone I've talked to, they're like, I'm a little less tired. And it's not like noticeable, but you're not, you're not going extremely hard all day, every day into your 60s, okay? And you talk to the most successful. So you, never, you should not expect it before 40. You should want it before 40, but you shouldn't expect it before 40. That was the one gem, one gem. So that's the one gem that I'm going to eventually go back and reread probably in five years from now. 
Maximum achievement, going into relationships. This is where I raised my standard. I said, okay, my standard is someone that kind of walks all over me, doesn't really call back, doesn't really respect my time, kind of treats me like shit. And then I said, okay, you know what? I want something different. I'm going to look. So I started saying, what makes women attracted to men? Being on your purpose. I have no idea what my purpose is, kind of like what I was saying before. So this, this is a great paragraph. The rule is... This is in relationships. Most people expect negative expectations. That's powerful. Just think about that for a second. When you make a call for business, what are your expectations? Are your expectations that this is going to work out? When you walk up to a girl, are your expectations she's going to give me her number? That's confidence. Is that when you call, are you saying, Hey, how's it going? It's Charles Botenston from Botenston Properties International. Or or are you saying, hey, how's it going? It's Charles Botenston from Botenston Properties International. I know your home just came off the market. I was just wondering if it's still available. Which one sounds better? My expectation is they will reply. Even after someone just said, go fuck yourself. Okay? Jean-Paul Girier or whatever his name is. I have no idea what that means. Pundamenv. The rule is to always expect, so he's talking about a partner right now, okay, in a relationship, to always expect the best of your partner. And I'll continue this, but this was so powerful because I said, how many times do I actually wish, weirdly, weirdly, I weirdly wish that they fuck up, that they actually let me down so I could just get on their back. How many times do I actually, because I just want to rib them, you know, like, oh, why didn't you do that? Why were you late again? You're always late. How many times do we have that? I know it happens in my life a lot, you know, like where, where you just introspectively say, you know, it's, I've already brought up the joke before, but this woman in the front row of this big military base while uh, Ron White was giving a speech and he said, oh, you know, thank you for your service. And the woman says, they're all a bad fuck. And he go, and then Ron White says, well, there's 20,000 soldiers after 19,999. You say, maybe it's me. You know, after 15 years of doing the same thing, you should probably look in the mirror and say, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Uh, I'm too jaded now, so I want to travel and see the world before I settle. Yeah. You know, nothing against that. That's the thing is that I have no qualms about anyone doing anything. I have the qualms about people that want to do something or are actually looking to be better but are taking no action towards it. You know, the best example, I love my boy Eric who I make calls with and he said something, he goes, you know, I really want to be able to mail this building. I said, what's stopping you? He goes, well, you know, actually just me. He's the only one. He can mail a building and get additional business. So when someone complains about relationships, it's like, well, you haven't raised the standard. Your standard should be You're tolerating shit in your life. You're tolerating being single. You're tolerating being abused by your boss, okay? And I'm not talking about sexually or whatever. I mean, literally being abused on what you're, you should be paid in the worth that you're actually giving. So continuing on, the rule is to always expect the best of your partner. Perhaps the most wonderful words one person can say to another is, I love you and I believe in you. Okay, say it's say it's someone else. 
You don't have to say, I love you. You just say, I believe in you. That confidence right there. Always tell, and obviously this is relationships. So they're raising the standard and says, I expect the best. So you have the expectation that that person is going to deliver their best in the relationship because that's what your expectations are. That's what your standards are. That, that is, as the title of the video, it's the, it's the tolerance that we get from other people. If, pe if you expect to be run over or to be disrespected, you will be disrespected. It's, it's a physical impossibility that someone will respect so, and I'm talking about on average, to be respected if they don't respect themselves. No one's going to respect you. You don't even respect yourself. It's like walking into someone's household. Yeah, I, I don't want to depend on anyone for anything. You know, the emotional support, literally, you as a man, you have to be the rock in the relationship. You have to be the sane one. You know, this girl texted me and, and she's in a relationship and she was, um, she said, oh, what was that book? The line that I'm leading, reading right now because I circled it and put it to Instagram stories. And I said, well, listen, you're not going to like the book. She told me about how she's in a relationship, whatever. And then I followed up and I said, listen, if you're expecting something different than what mother, I, you can't choose who you're attracted to. You know, I, ca I can't say, hey, listen, this person who is, grossly overweight, has no ambition, speaks a foreign language, has, is, you know, she's not my type. She's not my type. I can't force that. Okay. So that's not really raising your standard. Really, you're raising your standard so you can attract your type. So you can attract the job that you want. So you can attract the wealth and the money and to save it. If you're overspending, you're not disciplined. Okay. You're also saying to yourself, you know what? I tolerate being paycheck to paycheck. I tolerate not having enough money when shit hits the fan. Medically, retirement, buying a home, my kid's college. All right. This is, this is the last thing I'll say about this. Always tell him or her that you have complete confidence and faith in his or her ability to do anything that he or she puts their mind to. Okay, and then it continues. It feels wonderful to go off to work in the morning knowing that you have the most important person in your life believing in you completely. Wow, imagine that. Imagine being in a relationship where you go off to work and they believe in you completely. Imagine that. Imagine going to work and believing in yourself completely that you're gonna be able to bring home the bacon, so to speak. Imagine being in a relationship where not only do you go to off to work, imagine being at a job where you go to work and you know that you're going to be completing business. Imagine going to the gym and you're going to get a hell of a freaking workout. Imagine being able to leave at the end of the day and said, you know what? I had an amazing day. That's raising your standard. That's 1% better. That's toler that is not tolerating. You, you should never tolerate something or someone either disrespecting you looking down at you, not having confidence in you. Because if you agree with someone that says, you know what, I, I don't think you're going to be able to get this listing. I don't think you're going to be able to lose that weight. I don't think you're going to be able to get a boyfriend or girlfriend. You're tolerating, meaning you're accepting what they are putting on you. And by the way, that's what they're actually thinking, not what you're, you are essentially accepting what they're saying. Their insecurities, you're accepting their insecurities. It's really what it comes down to.
So there is no fairy tale. You know, jaded, you know, the, the fairy tale essentially is where everything is perfect, okay? Everything is perfect, okay? When you have the expectations, that's the thing. The expectations is the outcome. The action where you actually go to the gym and you produce the outcome, that's what you're aiming for. It's not expecting the outcome to always be the same, expecting that your husband or wife or your boss is always going to be great or that you're going to have all the money in the world that you want for a rainy day or as Irwin says, to go traveling, okay? Maybe you look at your bank account and say, shit, I wish I had more money, okay? That's, it. That's in a perfect world, but if you expect to have less, you will have less, okay? That's what I'm saying. If you expect your standard to be, I have $500 in my bank account at all times. That's what you're going to have. Your expectations, your tolerance, and your standards are all aligned. And it's, it's exactly where you are. You should not be a dime wealthier or a dime poorer than you are right now. You are exactly where you should be based on your standards, based on what you tolerate in your life. All the respect you have, all the followers you have, all the likes you get, all the admiration you get, all the money you get is exactly in line with what you tolerate. If you tolerated less, you would have more. Tolerate less, you would have more. And when it comes down to it, this is the best way to put it. Not only are you tolerating less and you're going to have more, this is what it means, is that if you make an agreement with yourself to wake up early and you don't wake up early, you're saying you don't respect yourself. You're saying that you don't, you don't tolerate high standards. Because if you consider yourself having high standards, if you tolerate low standards of, well, my alarm went off, I'm just going to snooze it, there's no confidence in that. And that confidence, by the way, trickles into the rest of your day. You snooze your alarm, then you go on your phone, then you check your email, now you're looking at the news, now you're looking at social media, then you skip the gym, then you have a shitty breakfast, then you don't make sales calls, then you go on email, it just cascades. And then that's your expectations. That's what you're tolerating, okay? So when you tolerate less, tolerate someone says, hey, listen, you should come out drinking tonight. You know what? I'm good. I got to wake up early. You should put your money in Bitcoin. You know what? I actually like the things that I understand and know, and I'm not going to do that. Or I'm saving for a vacation because, you know, I've been working my ass off. And I don't want to spend my money towards an expensive dinner when my tolerance or my, my standard is to this one thing. For me, all of my money is is getting saved because I know 2020, there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to have to spend that money towards. A new CRM, more systems for more agents, mailing buildings, which is expensive because that's on a continuous basis. Having a videographer, more video coming out of BPI, okay? So my standard is not to go out to dinner. It is not to over overindulge on suits or shoes or clothing or bags or trips. That's not that's not my standard. That's not my standard. So my confidence is actually coming from aligning my standards and my tolerance to my end goal and keeping on that track, which is I want to make enough money in the next 7 years 
So then when the next rece next recession happens in 2030 or 20, 2029, because it happens every seven years, every eight years is the height, then you go down for two years, then it comes up for seven, eight years. It just happens throughout history. I want to make enough money that in 2029, that's the long game. Okay, the real long game is I want to be able to buy up houses, Grant Cardone style, and then just get cash flow. Is just understand undervalued homes and then just get cash flow. Do I improve this? Do I flip it? Do I put a tenant in there? Do I resell it? What do I do? Okay, so anyone that's watching right now, you have to look at where in your life do you have low standards? It's not only just on yourself, it's how you're treated by other people. Do you actually speak up? Are you okay with mini arguments? Are you okay with, you know, I would say this year out of any year, I am absolutely okay calling someone out by far. By far the best year. If someone is disrespecting someone else, if someone is disrespecting me, I call them out. You know, uh, this one guy, it was funny. I was having a, a, a dinner with him and he, he's older guy, very successful lawyer. And he says, if he doesn't have a micro uncomfortable moment a day, he feels he hasn't lived. So that could be asking for money off at a store or saying, hey, listen, I don't have the money for this coffee. Or I don't know, saying to someone that hasn't opened the door for you or, or you open the door and they don't say, say thank you. Hey, listen, you're welcome. Like a moment like that. And the reason being is that if you don't use it, you lose it, okay? That's standard. But his, his expectations of itself is to have zero tolerance when it comes to losing his, losing his confidence in, in uncomfortable situations. Listen to that again. Uncomfortable situations. Your money is the amount of money that you have and the amount of money you're going to make is in a direct relationship with how uncomfortable you're willing to get. Public speakers make a ton of money. Politicians be, through corruption make a ton of money. Athletes, they go through very uncomfortable phases of discipline, then going to high-class games, going to the championship and performing. So your amount of money is in direct correlation with how uncomfortable you're willing to go. Sales calls. That's why people love marketing. They don't have to put themselves out there. They don't have to. Gary Vaynerchuk tells them, hey, listen, if you make a video a day, you should be posting three times a day. Ty Lopez, read a book a day. Read a book a day. Okay, and what? What time should I go to bed? Sh you know, should I have eight hours of sleep, nine hours of sleep? Someone was just putting out, you know what? Sleep less. What kind of fucking stupid? If we were meant to sleep less than eight hours, we would sleep less than eight hours. There is nothing worse than something being asleep. You're not killing something for, for food. You're not mating to continue the offspring. You're in the most vulnerable moment to being attacked and killed. Why would sleep be necessary? Because it evolved for us. There is so much shit that happens. It cleans out your brain. Your body can repair its muscles. You're not thinking. It's just, it, there's just too much that go on, you know? 
I don't know what these guys are talking about over here. Just kick them off the chat. <laughs> All right. So the last thing I just want to leave you guys with, because I, I I always talk about this. I just want to leave with some practical advice, okay? Because every single time, you know, I talk about this woo-woo stuff. And people say, well, you know, it's how you feed your mind. It's what you talk about. It's all about your goals. And it's all about blah, 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 blah. There's nothing really practical. Charles, where's the practical advice? This is the practical advice, okay? The number one thing that you should be focusing on in this coming year is your sleep, okay? Outside of your sleep, the number two thing, it's still snowing out a little bit in New York City. So how do you how do you figure out your sleep? Number one is you have to go you have to reverse engineer. So if you want to wake up at five, which I do, or four thirty, that means you have to be in bed already with the lights out by eight thirty or nine o'clock. That's number one is sleep. Get your sleep right because everything comes on top of that: the food that you eat, the energy that you have, the if you want to go to the gym, if you don't want to go to the gym your body repairing, everything happens, okay, based on sleep. So number one is sleep. I don't care what anyone says. You need to sleep eight hours minimum. For me, it's almost nine hours right now, you know? So I'm almost need to go to bed at like eight, you know? There are nights that I feel like I need to go to bed at seven and I'm in bed at eight, eight, 15, because my body's just saying, hey, listen, we've been waking up early and we need more than eight hours of sleep. So number one is sleep. Number two, there is one word, it's an S word, that you really need to eliminate. It's called sugar. And I know a lot of people are not going to eliminate. Listen, I had sh sugar, you know, over Thanksgiving. But on a daily basis, if you need that, that means you're bored, okay? Anything you do that is against what you normally do, it means you're bored, okay? Pornography, food, coffee, Anything that you do at 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., or you're bored, say, right after we're done with this video, it's because you have nothing to do, okay? You're not busy enough. So it says, do I get more busy? What do I do? So for me is what I needed to do was wean myself off of that. So I had to delete the apps. I had to put up blockers on my desktop. I had to do all these things that said, Charles, this is not in front of you. You can't go on YouTube. You can't go on your email. I have an email blocker. I have a Facebook feed blocker. I have a YouTube blocker. I have an Amazon.com blocker. I have an Instagram blocker. I have all these things. So it trains my mind. I'm bored. Go on YouTube. Shit, I can't go on YouTube. I'm bored. Go on email. Shit, I can't go on email. So it's like, no, you have to still produce. There's obviously the power of, power of full engagement. Highly recommend that book which essentially means you work for 15 minutes, I'm sorry, you work for 45 minutes, you take 15 minutes off, 45 minutes to 60 minutes. In the morning, that could be extended a little bit, but why is my energy really good? I just woke up from three acid tablets. I was really bored. What the hell does that mean? I really need these distracts so easily, I get it. Um, yeah, distractions, where you, this is gonna be a video, where you put your attention is what you care about. Where you where what you care about is essentially how you're spending your time so where you put your attention okay i'm putting it on instagram i care about it that's where i'm spending my time all right i'm on youtube that's what i care about it's it's the saying that says show me your bank account and i'll show you your habits 
show me your bank account and I will show you your habits. If, you, if you're not happy with your bank account, you don't have good habits. You are tolerating absolute mediocrity in your life. You are, you are the average. And I'm not talking to the average, okay? I expect greatness from everyone that watches this video. And the reason being is that you wouldn't be watching this video, which is challenging all of your beliefs, just like I challenged all of my beliefs. It challenges all of your upbringing. It challenges what society talks about, which is carefree, have fun, don't worry about it. Very hedonistic society, which has no qualms that the, the future is gonna work itself out when in fact, unless you work your future out, it's not gonna work itself out. And by the way, they don't give a shit. They don't care. They're selling their advertisement. They're selling their TV spots. They're selling their, their books or their videos or their courses. They don't care. Ty Lopez doesn't care. He wants you to come back for more. It's like, it's like the doctor that says, oh, I can't prescribe you this, this medication anymore. I guess I'm not going to be getting a kickback from the pharmaceutical companies anymore. That stinks. I wish you still had problems sleeping or I wish you still had anxiety so I can still give you this pill to have. Don't even get me started. So mental health is, so number one is sleep. Number two is sugar, okay? Number three, it really is the amount of movement that you have in your body every single day. Movement, take the stairs instead of the escalator. Take the escalator instead of the elevator. Anything to move, okay? I'm sitting down right now because I swam for an hour this morning and then I stood from 8.30 to about 12.30 and I went on an appointment. I didn't sit down that entire time. Right now, I'm gonna stand up, I'm gonna fill my empty glass of water and I'm gonna keep on going. Just based on this video, just have a presence, a presence, an idea, just a small a minutia idea of what am I tolerating in my life? What are my standards towards keeping the agreements to myself? What is the agreement I keep to myself in fitness, in health, in money? If it, it Erwin, if you want to go, then go. Would you rate the secret of all ages? Um, did I actually read that? I don't know if I read that. Oh, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't read the whole thing. It's actually really good. It's actually, it's, it's, it's really good. I like timeless pieces. This one, uh, not as good. And the reason it's not as good is because it's very specific to just after World War II, which is 1952. And they're talking about overindulgence and the ability to not actually concentrate. Ha! Imagine him, uh, him, I think it's a him. Yep, Rollo May. Imagine him talking about today. Where you put your attention is where you put your time and it's what you care about. So have an amazing day. If you guys have any questions, leave in the comments below. Um, I'm going to be coming back next week. And of course, I'm going to be actually probably doing Maximum Achievement, which was an amazing old school. Highly recommend you listen to it on Audible as well because, uh, yeah, his voice, when he talks about it, it's very funny. He goes, the professional shows up when he doesn't feel like showing up. The professional makes calls regardless of his feelings. It's just, it's just, it, it, it says, okay, I have to do this every single day. And as Les Brown says, you do what is hard, so life is easy. Or you do what's easy, and life is going to be hard. You do what's easy, don't, don't go talk to that pretty girl. Just settle with someone online. Don't make sales calls. Just settle with any of the business that comes in. So have, have, 
have an amazing day. Maximum achievement, Brian Tracy, as um, famous the prince. <laughs> Just like keep saying the old books are the best. Yes, I agree. All right, guys. Enjoy your day. Talk to you guys soon.